This is Rob Tubbett for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. Delighted to be joined. Been a while. Here with former IBF world middleweight champion, dazzling Darren Barker. We're here on the night before Regis Progre versus Josh Taylor. How are you, Darren? I'm very well, thanks. Uh, yeah, good. Life's good. Can't grumble. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I still pinch myself every day. How, how good life is. You know, so. Why so? What's what specific? Well, I've got, few, I've got a beautiful wife, I've got three beautiful children, I've got a great family, I've achieved an awful lot in boxing, and now I'm at all the shows, working with Matram. You know, it's great, it's really good, you know, I'm, I'm really happy. Eddie Hearn started to lend you some of his clothes as well. <laughs> Do you know what, I've had to fold, I'm just telling you, I've had to fold it. This is actually a double uh, roll neck, and I've had to fold it, but yeah, it's a bit nippy out there, Roberts. Just keep me uh, neck dry. Uh, dry. Warm. 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 Yeah. I've got a wet neck. Got a wet neck. <laughs> Interesting start to the interview. Dave Adam. I haven't spoken to Dave since about maybe 10 days after the prize fight. I exchanged probably one or two messages with him, but very, very minimal contact. First off, how is he? Dave's very well. He's in a good place. <clears throat> um, wasn't initially, if I'm honest, after David Price, you know, it was a big uh, anti-climax to the whole build-up and then obviously the, the defeat itself um, was hard for him to take. He's, he's competitive and, you know, he wants to succeed in this sport. But, look, um, as time's gone past, you know, he's, he's started to tick over a little bit, do a little bit of training himself, not, not for any reason in particular, just for his own sanity. He's been training young Danny Morell, as, as like most will know, uh, and that's really, really, um, really excites him and, and, make, and makes him happy, keeps him, keeps him busy. So generally, he's all right. And then, obviously, I mean, you, you, I, I guess you're going to ask, you know, about him moving forward and fighting, and then there was the Bois... Um, offer that, that was flying around and yeah well I mean do you want to ask a question because I'll just keep rambling otherwise I'll ask you a question in a minute but I would like to point out the fact that you um, you forgot to refer to Danny Morrell as the new Yorkshire like middleweight champion oh you... apologies Danny sorry the new Yorkshire cruiserweight champion you <laughs> fat bastard <laughs> Dave Allen moving forward actually no let's talk, let's talk about the prize fight first because I mean he was coming off the back of a, his career best performance easily against um, Lucas Brown headlining at the O2 was there any inkling I mean he seemed to be the one who had the momentum going in he was the heavy favourite against David Price yeah. was there any inkling was there any kind of anything you saw in the lead up to that that you could have ever suspected such a one-sided fight because I mean it really was a, a, a brutal night for Dave yeah it was and it's tough tough for me to take if I'm honest uh, and I didn't I really you know looking back camp was long two two camps back to back it was quite long but you don't find these things out until you've been working with a fighter for a while um, so, but me and Dave are relatively new um, training went well you know people are so short-sighted because they you know they're quick to say Dave looks amazing. Look at you know, look how well uh, he's linked up with Darren, and you know the chemistry's there. Look how well he's moving in the ring, blah blah blah. And as soon as it doesn't go to plan, everyone's quick to say how terrible he is and blah blah blah. But look, I understand it because it, it doesn't matter in the gym. It counts on fight night. But I have no doubt that Dave's got that in it in him somewhere to to pull out a very good performance. But 
for whatever reason, like, I don't know if being a favourite against a, a good fight had done him any any good. You know, I think there was a bit of pressure that he he didn't show me. He didn't, you know, he disguised it very well. If if if, if there was pressure there, but I think just being the favourite might have been a lot on his plate. Um, but look, David Price is a very good fight. When he gets it together, you got to remember, you know, massive puncher, so tall. He's um, and he just got it right, didn't he? You know, he, he got it right. And I said to him at the presser yesterday, if there if there was anyone that I had to pick to beat Dave, I'm glad it was you know it'd be you because you're a great man. I remember him in the amateurs, and um, yeah, it, it, look, it is what it is. Dave ultimately can be proud of himself, not so much the performance because he just didn't get going. But I have to give Dave Price credit for that. You know, he he stuck to a good, disciplined game plan. And obviously, we saw Dave that night, sort of assisted, leaving the ring, ended up going to hospital. Um, I remember bumping into you backstage in the immediate aftermath of that happening. It was quite a, a worrying time, certainly in that moment. And obviously, yeah, we had Dave announcing his retirement, so to speak, um, sort of within a few days. I know how he likes to go back and forward. Could you have ever, at, the, at that time when you first heard that and coming off the back of, of the beating he took and kind of the state he was in when he left the ring, what were your thoughts when he said he was, he was going to retire and leave the sport? Happy and, and proud of him. Um, I, sat, I was in the hospital and he, and he just looked at me and went, I don't think I can do this anymore. And I went, Dave, that's enough, mate. That's, that's enough. You know, you should be so proud of yourself. So proud of what, you know, though he hasn't achieved anything as far as belts are concerned, Look at the popularity. Look at the excitement he's brought in the ring and outside of the ring. He's just such a great character and it really pisses me off when I see people giving him stick on, on Twitter, but I can't engage in it. I, like, I've got his back so much, but it will, like, it will drive him mad. And I just think to, to give someone who's such a good man stick like that, it irritates me. But <clears throat> going back to the question, you know, I was, I was happy and I supported it and I, and I wanted him to stop. I, I did want him to stop and, I've, you know, kind of a little, I don't know what the word is, not gutted or surprised. Anyway, whatever the word is that he wants to fight again. Then, you know, it puts me in a bit of a predicament. But Dave's my mate and I, and I want to help him. I want to be there and I want to support him in, in, in all aspects of life. I said this on, on Twitter, you know, if he needs my help in any way, I'll be there for him. And I think it would be wrong for me. I've advised him uh, what's, you know, with what I feel he should do moving forward. But if he's going to continue, then I'm with him. You know, I've got his back. He's my mate and I'll be there till he decides to call it a day. But I, I'm going to be very, very protective. I think in hindsight, looking back at the David Price fight, I could have called it earlier, pulled it earlier, sorry. But um, it's, you've got to look at that fight being a bit, you know, breaking it down a little bit. We know David Price in the future is, is in the past, sorry, has uh, had that tendency to fade, whereas Dave Allen's a slow starter and he gets stronger as the fight goes on. So it was, it was, in hindsight, wasn't the right thing to keep it going, but at the time you're thinking like something might happen, David Price might just fade, and you know even though the game plan completely didn't come to in, what's the word tuition fruition, fruition. Um, there was still the chance that David Price might gas and Dave could catch him, but like I said, I've learned from that, uh, and so has Dave. Uh, we've got to be careful now with who he fights and when, um, but yeah, he's 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 my boy. I've got his back. I understand that, and as somebody who has, I have a personal relationship with Dave. As people who would have watched our stuff in the past will will know, 
myself and and certainly a large portion of boxing fans there is a minority but they are a minority so we'll kind of push those to one side for a minute are concerned about Dave's well-being and his health going back into the ring you're a former world champion you got out of the ring one hip aside in relatively good condition you know the dangers of this sport better than anybody is the have you told him since he's come out like maybe this isn't for you or is it just that initial period after the price fight no we've we've spoke right like nothing's come up yet from other than the obvious the Daniel Dubois um, thing but you know Dave he's very stubborn and I can say all I want and you can say all you want he's going to do what he wants to do so then again I'm in a situation what do I do what, what, you know what, 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 what do you do to give up on him like I, I have to it's so difficult it's so I have to support him because you know he's, he's a dear friend to me now um, but yeah I do you know what? I'm, I'm kind of stuck for words because what I want and he wants are two different things, but I have to support him. I have to be there for him. Um, and yeah, I, I, I will continue to do that till, you know, the end of, the end of time. Daniel Dubois, and I hope Dave does forgive me for saying this, and I, I wouldn't usually put my own opinion into, a, into an interview, but I hope people can kind of forgive the whole situation surrounding Dave, myself and you. Um, Daniel Dubois seems to be the last person in the world that I would like to see Dave fight right now. Coming off the back of that sustained beating. Do you agree with that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do believe uh, Daniel Dubois can be a world champion. I do. He's very good. Uh, the way he moves his feet, gets in and out of range, the way he throws his shots, the way he's so economical. He, you know, he, he's very difficult to catch you know I did think he was untested before the Gorman fight and thought that could go all the way and be close on the scorecards if I'm honest but destroyed Gorman um, so yeah I, I do think he could be the worst guy for Dave Allen to fight but that's not really a but it's Dave Allen you know when I've spoken to him it's like about health issues and things that could happen it's like well at least I'll be doing something I love at least I'm doing something I love and it's like what can I say it's so difficult you know like how do you stop someone how, how do you physically stop someone um, it's difficult yeah it's so like I just um, yeah he's the worst last person I want to fight um, but basically what happened was you know he come up with a I said, well, if this is going to happen, this is going to happen. You know, I'm, you, you're going to have to get ridiculously well paid for this. And um, there was an offer put on the table and there was an offer that, uh, uh, there was a figure that he'd mentioned to me that he'd be happy with. And then um, I come back with a different figure with him saying, look, in some, in, in some respects for me, it would have been like a win-win. It would have been, Okay, if the fight goes ahead, then Dave's going to get a ridiculous amount of money. But in some respects, it was almost outpricing Dave, so the fight wouldn't happen. Um, it's, it, honestly, it's such a weird thing to be talking about. Um, but honestly, I'm happy. I'm happy. You know, I'm happy it's not happening. Um, I'm happy Dave's happy. That's the main thing. I'm happy Dave's happy. And look, do you know what? Deadly honest, 
Obi don't fight again. Obi continues to train people. Obi, like he says, gets fat, has loads of kids, and just becomes the king of Connorsborough. Because uh, there's nothing more I'd want for the man. If I'm dead, I have to be honest, you know. Um, seeing him laying on that, that bed in the hospital was sickening. Uh, like, and it, I was upset, you know, I was upset. And, he, and it was so nice. He goes, I don't think I can do this anymore. And he goes, I just wish, I wish I'd met you three years earlier, mate. Because I think he, he believes in me and he trusts me. But he's just had too many hard wars. And, you know, some of the sparring he's done, people don't know. He's been in there with everyone. And, you know, it takes its toll on you in the end. And, I'm just, uh, I Joe, you know I'm just, I'm proud to be his mate. I'm proud to be his mate, and I just hope, you know, he continues being happy and he continues to. to I, I know if if Danny Morrell was to win a British title, it'd be, it would mean more to Dave than Dave winning a world title, or, or Dave winning a British title rather. You know, it would mean the world to him, and I think, you know, I, I think Dave could be a good trainer. You know, though he wasn't able to put a game plan together in the ring. He's very knowledgeable, you know, he knows the game inside out. Um, it's just sometimes a little bit harder transferring that in the ring and doing it yourself. But he knows the sport, he does know it, and uh, his happiness is all I care about. And his, and his health, of course. I think that's well said, and um, we'll leave it there with regards to Dave. Um, purely because he's not here to kind of say his piece, and I know I've not spoken to him about this. And I just want to say to, to the people who may watch this, Please just support him. I know you might not believe in some of the stuff he says, but please get, get behind him. You know, he, he can be vulnerable at times, Dave. And, uh, you know, he feeds off positive energy. And um, he'll, he'll be probably unhappy, me saying this, but I'll just give him some support. Get behind him. And, you know, yeah, no need for the negative crap out there. Honestly, he's not doing anyone any favours. Um, we're, all, we're all sensitive in, in our own way in... So and I just, yeah, I, I can't handle this. Um, hold on. Yo! Some of my mates have come from us. Um, yeah, be nice. It's nice to be nice. It certainly is nice to be nice. And just to echo that, yes, um, Dave does take his fair share of flack online. Um, I think, as I, as I mentioned... I'm going to get him in quickly. Okay, you can get him in. Wait, wait, it's my long, long brother. Yeah. I've just, he's just come back from... In New Zealand, Australia, Australia yeah, yeah, yeah. and there he is. Yes. Here he is, the main man. So we're going yeah. uh, to have a couple of drinks tonight. <laughs> Go on. Back to business. Back to business. Um, yeah, just to echo what you said, really, I mean, it's, it's kind of what I said beforehand. I think the vast majority of people are just concerned about his health and his well-being, particularly yeah. in the current climate of the sport. I mean, not to use that as any kind of propaganda, but this has been the worst year for Absolutely. deaths in the sport Absolutely. in 100 years. Yeah. And, you know, Dave, with some of the posts that he's made, and obviously he's had his well-publicised and well-documented issues in the past, I think people just want him to be okay. But as I say, Dave's not here at the minute. Um, I've not spoken to Dave about this. Um, what, what I will say is, you know, that Dave, I think you, you find his happiest when he's boxing. You know, 100%. When, when he's in camp and he's fighting, he's happiest. But obviously, at his most vulnerable there because of the the crop of fighters that are out there. Absolutely. Anyway, Progray Taylor, we're here yeah. ahead of uh, the double header tomorrow night. Progray Taylor, Chisora Price. Start with the, well, the main event. Sorry, Derek. Um, Regis Progray versus Josh Taylor. How do you see that fight panning out? I think it's going to be a cracker. I love what I see at the weigh-in today. I love that little bit of needle that they've got. Uh, it's obviously the last opportunity for 
each man to get that last little bit of uh, mind games in. Um, I can just see Taylor walking past now, funny enough. He looks relaxed, doesn't he? He does look very relaxed. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um, what I find I'm really looking forward to. Um, but for me, I'm going, I'm going just Taylor points. I think he's just got that little bit more quality, a um, bit more ring craft, and I just think we'll see that shine through. Do you know what I love about Josh Taylor, though? He's, he's never shy of you know, biting down on a gum chill and proper letting some shots go, even though he's extremely talented and he's a great boxer and sometimes doesn't need to get stuck in, but he does, and uh, he's a great finisher, great fighter, and I think that just that little bit difference in class uh, will shine through and I think he wins on points but progress in a, in a very close fight don't get me wrong I think uh, progress will have his moments um, but buzzing for it cannot wait wait I mean you were a, a very skilled fighter in your Stop day it. <laughs> you told me to say that very skilled fighter in your day probably weren't the most mean at times in the ring or as mean as you potentially would have wanted to be or could have been just how important is it to have that blend as a fighter to be able to not only box and make things look pretty, but also get down and dirty in the trenches and really bite down on the gum shield, as you said? Yeah, look, in, in boxing, the, the, the difference between winning and losing is fine. There is nothing. You know, it's, it's, it's split-second timing. You know, it, 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 it's so fine, the difference between winning and losing. So you've got to be 100% in each department. You know, you've got to, you've got to be out of punch. You've got to be quick. You've got to have courage. You've got to be able to bite down. You've got to be fire. You've got to have a bit of everything, because it's, you know, it's the toughest game in in the world. And uh, yeah, I think early on in my career, personally, I think um, I relied on my skill a lot. But I think after the injuries and Kerry Hope onwards, I sort of showed that bit of aggression. It probably catapulted me up to that world level and probably enabled me to win that world title so yeah I think that little bit of fire that he has um, is crucial and it is it plays a big part in his success just finally Derek Chisora versus David Price I say just finally because I'm sure you're, you're keen to go off and have a few um, what, what we call it, uh, fruit juices just for the yeah, for yeah. the purpose of this interview Not Darren's uh, uh, actually tra- Darren's actually training for his comeback so um, he, can't, he can't have too many alcoholic beverages <laughs> Derek Chisora versus David Price. You are in a better position to talk about David Price's recent form than anybody yeah. apart from Dave Allen, probably. Um, how do you see that fight going? It's really captured the fight fans' imagination. As it has mine. I, uh, I think it's going to be it's going to be very entertaining. Um, I, yeah. I, look, I, I know both guys. I used to room with David Price, uh, etc. I think I think for me, head. I don't, I don't know. I don't, like, I'm struggling with this one more than the others because I think David Price, in in the good run of form he's in, uh, full of confidence, is is a very dangerous fighter. Uh, speaking to the, his coaches, they they're they're so confident. They're they're buzzing for the fight. Uh, so is David Price. And, like, I just I don't know. It's you know. Just, <laughs> I like, honestly, I'm struggling to pick a winner. I really am. I think two ways to look at it. I think, like David Price said at the press conference, Chisora could walk onto one and flatten him. I wouldn't be surprised. And I wouldn't be surprised if Chisora swarms all over uh, David Price, gets to about six, seven, eight rounds and, and, and forces a stoppage. You know, I've, for me, they're, they're, they are what probably will happen. One of those, I think, is going to be a David Price knockout at some stage or a Chisora sort of... Um, yeah, an overwhelming stoppage as opposed to a big flattering, flat, 
big KO. There you go. See you. Got it there in the end. Darren Barker, always a pleasure. Um, haven't I? Can't I think the last interview we did was New York in June. I think well, me and you, yeah, well, was the last interview yeah. we've done after Joshua Ruiz. Well, are you, are you going out for the rematch? I'm not. I'm not. As far as I'm aware, I'm not. I'm Visa issues. <laughs> Other issues, probably. Um, no, I'm not going, uh, but I'll be glued to the TV watching it. I find that very intriguing. Um, yeah, I think whoever turns up. 100% and gets it right on the night, wins the fight. And some people will say, well, that's, that's obvious. But it's not always the case, you know. Uh, but I think if AJ turns up 100% uh, physically and mentally, I, I think he, he comes through. But I think, I think it's going to be great. OK, well, I'll be out there. I'll be sad that you're not there, but um, hopefully we'll catch up sometime soon. Darren Barker, Cheers, thanks mate. very much for speaking to Boxing Social. Thanks. Cheers. Hope you enjoy it. Cheers, mate. Nice Cheers. Day, mate.